0: Welcome in everybody. Back to another episode of Dom. That's true. Of course, I am uh, one of your hosts, Truman Steen, the Steam Machine, and, and as always, I am joined by Owen. Hey, how's it going? Domination Seven. Do- whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's what. Like every Zoom call, I think is is like is somebody is. I think every Zoom call. I think everybody's in a perpetual yeah. state of. Uh. No, no. You go. No, i you're muted. I mean, you're, you're I, muted. can you say that again? Yeah, like that's one of the that's one of the top things that you could. That's been, I think, I I, th- I think that'll be the the phrase of twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one is it's, just. You're on what, mute. You, <laughs> un,
1: uh. <laughs> Yeah, I've been watching this podcast, Truman, and uh for the last like four episodes, one of the three hosts has entered like that, and I was like all
0: right, I have to now. Just just cut it. Just cut it in the middle of it.
1: Yeah, I I
0: had to. I appreciate it. Oh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, As we said, I'm Tribenstein. That's Owen Dom. Welcome in to (laughs) Dom. That's true. Uh, You know, what are we doing? What are we doing this week? What do we do always every what? What do we do every week? We do. (laughs) We're talking hockey. We're going to talk a little health and and maybe just a smidge of royals content that's right as a treat as everybody can have just a little bit of royals (laughs) content content. as a treat as you hang up
1: the royals flag behind you
0: the one rule is that we won't talk about Whit airfield that's the one rule Uh, (laughs) but uh let's get into it oh and as always i like to kind of start with uh hockey we like to do a little hockey week uh for the Islanders. Let's, you know, again. Sure. Again, we are about promoting everybody's uh, knowledge of hockey. But at the same time, we want to mostly promote everybody's knowledge of the Islanders. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about the Islanders. Oh, and uh, how did the Islanders do this week?
1: Uh, it was weird. Uh, okay. So, uh, the Isles <laughs> proved that they're better than the Sabres and beat them twice.
0: Yeah, the Sabers. The Sabers are bad, but the Sabers also then, had COVID stuff going on. So
1: right, and then, but what the Islanders also did is lose to a team that I don't think is all that great, in the Pittsburgh Penguins twice, <sighs> but <laughs> they lost in a similar fashion to the Penguins, that the Sabers lost to the Islanders, and that's um, So I'm just sitting all here confused. So we're sitting in third place now. Most teams have at least one game in hand. And it's just kind of like, meh. So we've got a game in hand over the Capitals who are tied with us as of right now, which is uh, Tuesday, February 23rd. And the Bruins are in first place with three points ahead with two games in hand. So that's not great. And then it gets kind of worse as you look down the division. So the Flyers are sitting at 19 points with uh, with three games in hand. And the Penguins are also at 19 points with two games in hand. So... The Isles are fine right now, but it's really these next couple games against uh, one against the Bruins and these upcoming two against the Penguins that are really going to matter for uh, for Islanders uh, positioning in the conference.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be major. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see uh, what the Islanders do, especially since this is just a shortened season. You know, it's not the what do we decide it was eighty two games that they normally play. I think they're only playing sixty or no, it's fifty four this year, I believe. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're about halfway through the season, which is crazy to be, just think about right, that. Right, yeah. But yeah. it's, about, it, it's yeah, not time to start scoreboard right watching, but at the same time, some worry.
1: Right. I mean, they're not in a terrible spot, but they could certainly be in a better spot. The six losses are actually third worst in the conference, which is interesting.
0: Or the division or the, the division? Eight.
1: In, in the division, sorry. Yeah, it's a conference. In, in the right. division. But their nine wins are tied for second best. <laughs> so odd.
0: It's very which odd.
1: Kinda, which, honestly, Truman, is not a great sign for us as Islanders fans. Because g- good teams don't lose in regulation, generally. Right. Like, for example, the Bruins have three losses and two overtime losses and 11 wins. That's yeah, kind of the formula. Yeah, the best
0: team. But the Bruins are the Bruins.
1: Yeah, and they're and they're dirty cheaters. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. too. And thanks for. That's right.
0: Of okay. course, of course. Yeah. So I'm not. Again, I'm not that scared of it, but uh, it's certainly something to keep your eye on as we move forward in the season. Um, it's not. Don't get caught up scoreboard watching yet. You know. Again, it's once we get into that second half, you've got to start worrying about uh games and hands and stuff like that and especially with COVID this year there's always talk that they'll do points right. percentage so percentage of points that they got for like opportunities so like if a team and in- only ends up playing a certain amount of games then they're gonna um, oh
1: you think they'll just truncate the games and give them like shadow points
0: well that's what they did last year
1: oh that would be it, especially in a division like this, that could like affect seating and people would riot. Oh my gosh, that better not happen.
0: Right. That'd be awful because the Flyers and probably the Penguins and probably the Capitals would probably all move past the Islanders and the Islanders are in second place. So that kick them down to fifth place. And the Islanders missed the playoffs. If we were basing it off. That
1: would suck. Well, we're in third percentage. place right now. technically.
0: Well, because we're tied. The Capitals we're...
1: have a game in hand.
0: Yeah, I don't, it's like if you go And to the they ES... have
1: a better goal differential. It's... Actually, no, they don't. They have a worse goal differential. So I don't know why they have, a, have them ahead of us, actually.
0: It's because... weird because... Like...
1: Gold, gold, wait, but hmm, Truman, this is interesting. Yes. Goal differential is generally also a very good statistic on C. So if we were to seed the conference based on goal differential, it would go Bruins, Islanders, Flyers, and then actually the New Jersey Devils would be in fourth place. Interesting. So, I don't know what they're doing down in New Jersey, but it seems like they're Oh, they're just not playing games. They've played 13 games. That's what's happening down in New Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah, this yeah. division's going to be a freaking slobber knocker. This division's terrifying. All right.
0: It's definitely interesting, but the the Devils are losing to the Sabres right now, and a lot of those teams that are playing after they get after they get halted because of coronavirus are having tough times. So, I'm not convinced that the Islanders are in trouble yet, but I'm not not convinced that they're. In I don't trouble. know. We it's... have the
1: second best of last ten.
0: Right. Again, yeah, things are looking up. Uh, a bright spot in the last week, though, is that the Islanders had Whoa. their rookie goaltender uh, show up and uh, actually play pretty well. Um, yeah. If uh, oh shoot, let me get his name right. It's. <laughs> good luck, buddy. Love it. Love a good. Love a good Russian name. I wrote it down. Ila Sorokin. Sorokin? Maybe? S-O-R-O-K-I-N. Uh, you know, we were actually. Yeah, Sorokin, yeah. This is his first win. It was actually a shutout. It was a 2-0 win against the Sabres nice. during last week's podcast when we were recording. Hmm. So, in my oh, defense, yeah, I might we, not know how to say his last name, but we were talking about the Islanders instead. So. You know, maybe we
1: should just go live and talk about the Islanders just whenever we play, just uh, so the rookies play well.
0: Not we did that. Time we time did that time. last season. We did we did some playoff Islanders watch parties with the with the boys. So you know, maybe we'll bring that back. Something to keep something to keep your eye on. Maybe during during the regular season, do some Dom That's True watch parties. You know, I certainly miss the Dom That's True pregame on Sundays. <laughs> um, so, I, I know everybody's always thirsting for more Dom That's True content. Literally. Obviously. I mean, my phone is ringing off the hook every single day. Oh, my gosh. I, could I can't you and believe Owen, the number
1: of emails we get with suggestions, dude. You could
0: know? Could you and Owen just go live and talk some more? That'd be great. That's all I ever hear. That's I, all I, ever, I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Elos uh, Sorokin uh, recorded his first career win and his first career shutout in the same game. Uh, he had 20 saves, allowed no goals. Uh, just a, a great little – a great little – thing, you know, and obviously those two losses to the penguins have been pretty tough for the Islanders. Right. But when you uh it's 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 a weird fault that this team has that they give up goals late when they're up. Like the Islanders were up 2-1 two, two in the fourth quarter, gave up a goal with I think 13 minutes left and gave up a goal with the
1: third period, right?
0: Third period. What did I say? Did I say third quarter? You said fourth quarter. Fourth quarter? Man, I did that earlier too when I was talking about <laughs> when I was talking about I think I was still talking about the Islanders. I think I said. I think I was talking to my buddy about it. I said fourth quarter. So fourth quarter. Period. I'm going crazy. Guys, the
1: man. sentiment's the same.
0: Right. It's it's late late time goals and they give it up. It, I mean, technically, it is the fourth quarter of the hockey game. It is in the last 15 minutes of a 60 fair. minute hockey game. So, Fair. So point Truman, but uh, <laughs> still point rejected for not saying period instead of quarters and also enough, saying four. Enough. So it all it all evens out. Uh, but. This has been a just kind of a weakness of the Islanders. We saw it a little bit in the playoffs when they played uh the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, it was one of those things where I think right. I think in game game 2 there was like 0-0 the whole game last minute. Uh, like the last oh man, it was like 8 seconds, wasn't it? Or something ridiculous. Or maybe the oh, yeah, Islanders got, like, were up one 8 seconds, right? No, like the Islanders were up 1-0 and then they lost because they went to overtime after they allowed a goal in the last eight seconds or something like that. I remember oh, getting my yes. heart broken in game two. That sucked. And, it, and again, it was another late goal like that. And it's just what this Islanders team does and what Barry, Barry Trott's team, the, uh, the manager of the Islanders, uh, does a lot is that they block a lot of shots with defensemen. And then, honestly, I think somewhat of that is that goaltenders don't get in as much of a rhythm. And then by that fourth quarter, your defensemen have been worn down. And now all of a sudden they're seeing shots from distances and angles that they haven't seen all game, and then dumb stuff like that happens. And maybe and don't get me wrong, Simeon Varlamov also probably isn't going to win goaltender of the year anytime soon. But he's also probably top fifteen of goalies in the league. I'd like to yeah you know,
1: yeah he's not he's not trash for sure.
0: Right. He's no he's no Robin Leonard like we had a few years ago. But uh, right again a lot to like there, but. Some tough losses during the week. But both to the Penguins. See if it comes back to bite us. Uh, they got it rolling back with the Sabres with a win yesterday. And, yep. uh, you know, just just keep looking forward to see what happens. Don't start counting games. Don't start scoreboard watching yet. But do keep your eye on it. It is uh, yep. very interesting. So... Going from talking about the New York Islanders. Do you, sorry, do you have anything else you want to say about the New York Islanders? No, no, we're good. All we're right, good. so right. Let's keep it rolling. Going from talking about the New York Islanders, I want to talk about the NHL in general. Uh, we've been doing our division previews. We started with the Eastern Division uh, two episodes ago. Last episode, we did the Scotia North Division, also known as the Canadian Division. And yep. this week, I'm looking to do the Central Division. Owen, mm-hmm. I named all eight teams in the in the North Division. Uh, all seven teams in the North Division. And this is going to put you on the spot. And this is going to be tough. Dude, there's literally no way. Do you want me to try it? Do you want me to give it a go? No, I, can, I can try it. Okay, and you right. can tell
1: me how bad it is. Okay. But, all right. For, this is, this is tough. This
0: is tough. And it's also very weird. Like, yeah, yeah. looking I, at I it. Had a... uh, here's the one I'm, I'm going to give you. Nope. You know what? Don't give me I want. any. Don't give me How about this? How about this? It could also be called the Central and South Division, if that gives you a little bit of help. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe just to give you, so you can think a little more, b- more about it, because it's weird that some of these teams are in the Central Division and not like the East Division. That's the hint okay. I'll give you. Okay. All right, Owen. Can you name well, the I, eight teams? I already teams? know the
1: one that's weird. That's the Carolina Hurricanes. Like, why are they not in the East? That's a weird um, one, for sure. So, we've got the Hurricanes, the Preds, the Stars, the Red Wings, the Blues
0: uh no no the blues are the blues are in the west remember oh that's weird remember it's that's hockey so they like put that. they put the blues as a west team even though the dallas uh, stars are more okay west, well the lightning's there the dallas stars is technically a west team what the lightning's there yep the panthers uh, oh you're missing an obvious one two kind of obvious ones for this for this really Central, honestly if, uh, if i had to think uh, s- the
1: coyotes are the coyotes in the in the pacific yeah, or the they're, west in, or they're in the
0: west yeah Oh, if I had to man. think the two central teams oh, it's probably oh, the two wait, most uh, the popular avalanche? teams in, no probably the t- one of the two most storied teams in the NHL especially especially in the central especially in the mid- avalanche are in the west? Yeah yeah what it, the it, hell? If, if the blues are in the west the avalanche are in the west why are the red wings in the central? Wait, you said the red wings already? Yeah. So wait, are we at seven? Yeah, I think there's just, oh, no, oh, oh, sorry, no. We still are too short. You're not going to oh, get one uh, of them. You oh, should be able Blue, to figure. it. Oh, the Blue Jackets. That's the one I didn't think central. you were going to get. Okay, there's one more. One of the most uh, famous hockey teams of all time. Really? Probably. Oh, God. Had some of the best, most success when we were, like, growing up. Oh, 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 Chicago. The there Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, there you go. Yes, you're eight teams uh, from top of the division right now to lowest of the division right now. Uh, your division-leading Florida Panthers, followed by the Carolina Hurricanes, Tampa Bay Lightning, Chicago Blackhawks, Columbus Blue Jackets, Dallas Stars, Nashville Predators, and the Detroit Red Wings.
1: Yeah, if I would have missed the, uh, the Blue Jackets, I would have been really upset with myself because uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just transition us right in there, Truman. Uh, yeah, they're my favorite team in the Central. Is that <laughs> true? Yes. Yeah, Why? Because, specifically because uh, one of my buddies that went to K-State with us, I had a couple classes with him, uh-huh. Mike. When we started really getting into the Islanders, you no, know, junior year, I had a class with one of my buddies who was a Blue Jackets fan. So
0: interesting for that
1: reason. I, I mean, I don't like any of those teams. I, mean, I hate we the lived, Hurricanes. We lived
0: with a Red Wings fan who was a pretty big hockey fan, also.
1: Right, but I hate the Red Wings. They're like, it's like, it's like, it's like liking the Yankees.
0: Sorta. Of, I mean,
1: they I got like the know. second most, right? They I... got like eleven Stanley Cups, right?
0: I'd have to look it up. I'm not. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't get quizzed on stuff like yeah, that screw as them, much. Dude. But
1: yeah. there's nothing wrong with the Columbus Blue Jackets. They're like a very likable team. But yeah, I don't really like teams from the Central anyway. But yeah. and for that reason, my favorite team is the Columbus Blue Jackets. so if I would have missed that, I would have been really upset.
0: Actually, interesting. Who's your favorite team to win the division?
1: Mm, um. I hate to say it. But Probably the, uh, the it's okay, so it's it's gonna be one of these three. There's an obvious choice, sure. right?
0: There's an obvious choice right, here.
1: I, I think it's gonna be Tampa Bay.
0: The defending th- the defending Stanley Cup champions, yes.
1: Right, but I also think that the Panthers and Hurricanes have a shot.
0: Right. Obviously the Panthers and the Hurricanes are first and second right now. Uh Chicago is in fourth, but they've got they're at nineteen games. Um
1: If the stars should get over COVID.
0: Right again, the stars can make a push. They're at 13 games, and everybody else has played at least 16 games. The the top the top five teams have played 17, 17, 16, 19, and 19, and the Dallas Stars have played 13. So if you have six games in
1: hand, didn't Tampa and Dallas weren't well? That was a Stanley Cup matchup, right?
0: Yeah, Tampa and Dallas. Yeah, you put yeah. That's so weird. They're Mm -hmm. in the same division now. That's so weird. You could have a Stanley Cup rematch in the in the division final one of the teams that made the Stanley Cup last year isn't going to make the top four, just because.
1: Oh, that's so weird.
0: But yeah, but you but you see what I'm saying where it was weird that, like...
1: The playoff... Yeah, you're talking like, about the Stanley Cup matchups.
0: No, just or just the divisions. It's like the Florida... The, both Florida teams are in the central, and you're like, what? Okay. <laughs> well, it's just because there's so many teams in the Northeast that they can't put them on the East. Right, yeah. To be fair, there's... You know, four New York and New Jersey teams, two Pennsylvania teams, one Washington, D.C. team, and one Boston. One team or Boston in the East. So right. I, I so get like, it. it. That's really the Northeast. And they really, really, yeah, the really the Central-South central central division. But it's weird, get, but it's still weird that the Blues aren't in the Central.
1: They should have just na- had sponsorships and got the NHL extra money for the down revenue. And just, you know, the Scotia division, the whatever West Coast company division... Whatever right. other company and the Northeast company. That's what they, that's, they really, that's what they should have done.
0: Yeah, I think that would have been a little more fun. Uh, who's your favorite player in the division, Owen?
1: Uh, probably, uh, I mean, I'm just going to have to default back to the Blue Jackets. Probably Nyquist. He's, you know, just scored on the Isles so many times, it's hard not to choose him.
0: Sorry, it's the Honda West, by the way. And oh, this the is Honda and this West. is the Discover Central. Well,
1: I don't actually, know, that would be kind of fun. Scotia it makes Division, sense. the Honda West, you know, because Honda, you know, Japanese company, probably you know, in the West, so
0: sure. Uh, Scotia Division, Discover Division, Mass Mutual Division, and Honda Division. Eh, I guess those would be a little more fun, and we wouldn't go. Why
1: the fuck is this? Yeah. Team? Why yeah. the fuck are Columbus in the Central?
0: Yeah, right. That's <laughs> yeah. fair. Um. Yeah, I I don't know, man. It's hard not to pick the favorite players that. Uh, so, sorry, my favorite team to probably win the division is probably the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know it's lazy. Right. I know it's boring. But, God damn, they're just so – they're so good. They're off to a good start here. You know, they're obviously third in the division right now, but they've got a game in hand. They're only three points back from the lead, two points back from second. Uh, could tie it up, you know, te- today? No, tomorrow. You know, I'm
1: surprised Aaron hasn't said anything to us about the Panthers.
0: I know, I know. And, and, I, and I did have to say that the Florida Panthers should be considered, technically. I'd be remiss if – I've got a, a couple Florida Panther fans' friends who would be probably upset if we didn't mention it. So I'll, I'll mention <laughs> that the Florida Panthers are leading the Central. I don't think it's going to hold. I don't think they're the staying power. I think Tampa Bay is going to take it. Or or Carolina, who's been there before, you know? One of those teams that's been there before. Um, so I don't know. Favorite player, though? Man, that... that Tampa Bay goaltender that absolutely shut down the Islanders last year. Andre Vasilevsky, it's just he's Yeah, he's, very he's good. He's so good. He's so good that I learned how to say that hard as hell name to say. I've actually learned how to say Vasilevsky because you just heard it so many times in the Islanders series when he was oh, Andre
1: Vasilevsky just one, Stop after stop, after stop
0: after stop after yeah. stop after it was just a brick wall. I mean, you know, the Islanders stole two games, almost stole a third. They you know, they pushed game six to overtime. Could have got it to a game seven there, but I mean, come on, that guy was well, just so good, just a brick wall. I mean, I think in that overtime game, maybe I'm thinking of the Flyers game, but like, it might. Have, I think the Tampa Bay Islanders game went to double overtime that game six. Yeah, did it? Or, or, or and again, I could be thinking of the Flyers game where like the the other goaltender blocked like seventy or 80, 80 shots. It was either him or Carter Hart. And then Simeon Varlamov I mean, had it blocked like fifty, and somehow, I would, I would somehow be surprised they finally got one against both. Varlamov, and they lost. It was, yeah, yeah. I think the Islanders lost a lot of games like that where you're just like, holy shit, we're so good at defense, but oh my god, we're so bad at offense. Right. But, uh, yeah, Andre Vasilevsky, uh, probably my favorite player in the division. Probably the best player in the division. Favorite, I guess, is harder to say, but I think I think he's probably the best player in the division. For sure. I'm
1: fine with that. Yeah
0: young i think he's won oh fuck whatever the goaltender of the year award name is uh, i think he's won it two or three years in a row it's right he's he's he it's he's so good man um but uh as we wrap up wrap up the hockey here uh we are here to Uh, kind of further your knowledge. And, of course, we like to do that with our segments, uh, our weekly segments between, you know, me and Owen, our little personal segments. Owen, do you have a little uh, hockey term of the week for us?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to take today to go over icing because if we're trying to get
0: people into hockey, you got to know this one. It's going to happen a billion times. That's the number one one that people are like, what the fuck could that even mean?
1: Yeah, so I'm in a unique situation where it's very similar to offside in soccer. Well, but there's
0: also offsides in hockey.
1: Right, but we're not... Right, no, right, that's right. right, it's,
0: right,
1: the, right. It's icing right. is more similar to offside than offside is similar to offside, if that makes sense. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so here we go. So, basically, do uh, it. Icing? So, I'd like to point out that each side of the hockey rink, yes. there is the center circle, right? I mean, not each side, but there's center circle, right? Yeah, right. On either side of center circle, I think it's 20 feet away are two blue lines called the Blue Line for very obvious reason. It's nice, and dark blue is very obvious.
0: There's a hockey bar in Kansas City called the Blue Line. We don't go to it right. anymore. We don't endorse it, but...
1: Yes, we don't. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, you cannot enter what's called the zone, which I'll talk about in more depth on another podcast. Right, that's what you call the Both, middle,
0: in, in the middle there, right?
1: Right. You can't that's enter the... Zone the because att-
0: because it's one team's attacking zone and, one team's and and another team's attacking zone.
1: Right. So you cannot middle. enter your attacking zone before the puck. And the way this is officiated, what well, that's actually more of an that's offside. That's but offside. icing is actually from behind your own blue line or from behind your goal and behind the goal line. Mm-hmm. You cannot pass it forward past the... You can't send it all the way down unless it's on a power play. So on a power play, there is no icing. Because they want to give the defending team a chance to just keep it out of the zone. But the way icing is called is you cannot just huck it down the to the other end of the goal, other end of the of the rink, without your player touching it first, without them being offside. Now go over offside on a different time.
0: Right, 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 right. Without
1: them being offside from behind your own blue line. Interesting. So yeah, so basically the way it's called is, you know, your team's trying to clear from in your own, you know, behind your goal or in your own blue line, you huck it. And then uh, generally what happens if you get called for icing is you either miss the pass or, or you just, yeah, it's generally you just miss the pass or you mishandle it mm-hmm. and it goes all the way down to the other end. And if any defender that's not the goalie gets to it first, because yeah. icing can actually be waved off if the goalie possesses it and passes it, then or, they won't accept it. First. Or if the
0: offensive player beats it out, sometimes they'll, Right. They'll say, oh, we're gonna see if Barzal can beat out the icing here, and then sometimes yeah. Does, so sometime.
1: yeah, actually, if it's on goal, I believe there's no icing either, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, because the goaltender will have to touch it, or it goes in, right. And it's a goal. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like sometimes and, you'll see a team ice it when they're trying to shoot at open nets when pulling the goalie, hey, hey, when they yeah, pull the goaltender, that's true. That does you'll see a team shoot. Uh, to clear it out of their defensive zone and they'll shoot at the open net and if they hit it it's not icing but if they don't hit it a lot of times it is icing because you do have five players you also right. can't ice it when on the power play
1: right yeah yeah so yeah just to reiterate you cannot pass it from your defending zone which is from your blue line
0: mm-hmm. towards your goal yeah
1: into the other into your attacking zone which is the other team's blue line towards their goal without your team without being one, onside, and two, possessing the puck without it going all the way back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is not offside if the goalie has to touch it, so it's on goal. A mm. little bit confusing. Um, kind of similar to offside. Hockey has two rules that are similar to offside in soccer. Um, that is one of them. But yeah, so I'll, I'll probably go over Offside in the next episode, because that's also important. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for today, we're just going to go over icing, because you're going to see icing called more than literally anything else.
0: This is actually a fun one. I've actually got something that ties in pretty well for my hockey, for Steen's hockey strategy of the week. All right. Uh, I have what is called clearing the puck. It's kind mm. of a, kind of a strategy. And again, as we talk about, some of these are terms, some of these are strategies. We're just going to kind of overlap some of them. But cleaning the puck is the strategy that I've picked to do this week. Uh, it's when you are uh, so, as we talked about. There's three zones in hockey. Uh, when you're going towards your opponent's net, that's the attacking zone. Then there's the middle, the middle zone. I don't, I don't know. Uh, yeah, honestly, d- i never worried about that middle. What the middle zone is called? And then your defending zone. And when you're defending that, so again, Owen will talk about offsides. But basically, if you get the puck across the blue line, your own blue line, uh, then pretty much every player that's in the offensive zone has to exit before they can like, start their offensive t- attack again. It's really handy. And you do something called clearing the puck. And it's very similar to, uh, I don't know, I guess soccer is another good one about it. Or if you ever played uh, like video games like Rocket League, you'll get something called a clear ball or something like that. And it's basically knocking it out of the offensive zone. And in hockey, they call that clearing the puck. And you'll basically see a player just kind of lift it up and uh, kind of chuck it down. And again, they're trying to keep it, you know, where you're generally trying to clear the puck up to one of your teammates, get on the counterattack or something like that. Or you're trying not to ice it because a lot of clearing the puck can lead to icing. But, you know, it gives a little bit of a breather. And also the thing about icing it is that when you as a team ice the puck, the other team can substitute out, but you cannot substitute out. And it starts in your own defending zone. The face-off for the puck right. is in the defending zone
1: to keep people from just stalling for wins.
0: Right. So they so you can't clear the puck. You don't want to ice it when you clear the puck. But uh, we talked about power plays the past couple weeks here. And when you're on the power play, you can clear the puck all the way down across the blue line, no penalty at all. It's very important that when your team is on the on the on the penalty kill that they can clear the puck effectively. It leads to good defense. It leads to a lot of good stuff. Right. It leads to a lot of good counter defenses. So, yeah, clearing the puck is the hockey strategy of the week. Uh, and, again, it's simply just a player pretty much just lifting the puck up, trying to get out of that out of that defending zone for them, trying to reset, have the other team reset their offense. And, uh, you know, just really help take the pressure off, really clear some things up. I think that's... That's about it, Owen. Oh, you yeah. got anything to say about cleaning the puck? Anything? Any questions uh, that you think I might need to clear up here?
1: Oh, just that the middle zone is called the neutral zone.
0: The neutral zone. Oh, I knew that. You know what? I Everyone
1: what always it forgets it because they because the, it's such a small area that they don't really, the announcers don't really say it that much.
0: Right, and you can't really get a penalty for anything that happens in the neutral zone, or it's not like right. There's no not like, like offenses
1: for being in the neutral zone.
0: Right, they'll never be like that team won because they're neutral zone strategy because it's yeah
1: like the only thing thing that happens is there's like a weird puck out of bounds and they do like a drop puck in the neutral zone yeah that's like the only time stuff ever happens in the neutral
0: yeah it's like if you throw it out if you're going into the attacking zone and you throw it out over the the glass i think that's right something weird like that so yeah so hockey strategy of the week clearing the puck uh, just trying to get it. It's just when a player's trying to get out of their defending zone to reset the offense, clearing the puck. All right, and uh, that'll do it for our hockey stuff. Owen, let's move into our health stuff. Uh, just a little check-in. We're not, you know, we're not going to spend too much time on it here. We do want to get to talk yeah, about yeah. a little bit about our hometown, Kansas City Royals. We're going to mix it up just right. a bit here. Uh, how do you just? We just want to do a quick health week re- recap, Owen. How was your week? Dude, I don't want
1: to lie to you or the viewers, Truman. Dude, I fucking did terrible bro. I had a I had an awful week. Uh in terms of my health goals, I shit the bed. I was an absolute shitter. I, I think I worked out like oh like twice. Yeah. It was bad. Like dude, I, and I, I f- ate such I ate like trash. Uh luckily I have been a hundred percent consistency with eating a healthy lunch at what I'm at work.
0: Oh, good, good.
1: And uh but I did end up eating like garbage over the weekend, uh I think twice. Yeah. So but I, I didn't that. I did kinda only eat one meal on Sunday because I was so hungover. <laughs> and then hung o- that and that and that's because I drank so much on Saturday. And that hangover Truman continued into Monday because oh, I no. had drank so much on oh, Saturday. Oh no,
0: that means you're yeah. old, dude. That's the first that's that's always uh if you yeah. ever watch uh what is it? It's uh not uh it's part of my take. is not to draw attention to other, you know, obviously we're not competing with part of my take. If you're listening to part of my, if you're listening to us over part of my take, hot damn. Thanks guys. Hell yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and haven't heard of part of my take, fucking fantastic. Yeah, but, what are you doing? uh, but the, uh, <laughs> I had a joke cause I, I, I threw up, you know, truth be told, I threw up from drinking, uh, the night before my birthday. It was a couple, a couple Fridays yeah, ago. I remember that. that like fun. three, about th- coming, it, two and a half weeks ago or so. And uh, my, my joke was that, I was like, you could say drinking's unhealthy, but I threw up, I lost two pounds yesterday, and I got to sleep for 10 hours, so I don't know what you want, because <laughs> I, I was in bed at like 11.30, and I woke up <laughs> at like 10, and I was like, awesome! There you go, dude. But, exactly, see, Owen was too hungover to eat a lot of food, so there you go. Dude, Truman, I woke up like, obliterated at 1.30 p.m
1: like oh, it was Jesus. bad dude
0: <laughs> oh but sorry but the joke on part of my take is that you're officially old when you get hung over for more than a day
1: yeah I, that's so, what i was telling people i was like fuck dude i'm getting old <laughs> that means you're old
0: dude when you get when you have the two-day hangover i haven't had a two-day uh, hangover yet but
1: i mean it was it was funny true me, because the sunday like wasn't that bad like slight mm-hmm. headache but i got like the uh the nausea part of it on monday and i was like no oh god so that sucked
0: i would tell you that i also didn't have an amazing week i didn't have a bad week like i didn't gain any weight right and that's important is right, that if right. you're gonna have a bad week it's not that it's that you don't go and gain you know three four pounds it's you right. know staying even gaining a half pound you know a bad week as long as you're still trying to be healthier, keep things in mind you know not eating as much right you can turn, you don't have to compound a bad week into a really bad week where you, you know, lose right. progress and things like that. So I didn't, like, right. lose progress. But, yeah, I just didn't have a great week. I'm I'm very similar to you. I, like, like you know, we talked about it, like, when we first started it, that I, you know, I was waking up in the morning, I was working out and stuff like that because I was going to the office. I stopped going back. I, I haven't been going into the office. So now oh. I'm kind of back out of that rhythm, and it gets a lot tougher, you know, to For wake sure. up, you know, sure. at 6.15 instead of 7.15, you know and it's uh but you know hoping to get back in the rhythm of things uh also it's getting warmer that was a big thing is that i didn't want to go work out when it was 15 degrees outside i'm a big i'm a big go outside and go do something to for like cardio i like to go for a walk i like to go for a run i like to go hiking i like to go disc golfing i like to go do physical stuff for my cardio and when the weather is bad i get not as great for it right and and my gym has been closed for seemingly no reason. Like, there's just, there was no sign for, like, like, I went there on, like, the 13th, and it was, like, gym will be closed the 5th, or, like, the 7th and the 8th. And I was, like, it's the 15th. (laughs) And then I went back there, like, last, like, this week, or on, like, the weekend, and it was, like, oh, I wonder if the gym's open again. And it was, like, gym is closed. Sorry. And I'm, like, you know. Motherfucker. I was, like, I know that we can have gyms here in new mexico the trend, the numbers are trending well so it was just kind of odd so yeah not not my best health week and you know not yours but again it's about minimizing it uh Long yeah it's not
1: a sprint it's right. a marathon we,
0: right right we're, we're doing this for four months you know the first the first weigh-in is still a month away so
1: right it's about establishing healthy habits and i can tell you that my lunch is definitely a billion times healthy, healthier than it
0: was right march 25th that's your birthday right yes sir all right, good, 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 good. Now I know. Uh, just just double checking. Um, yeah, so not not a great week. You know, I had I had Texas Roadhouse on Sunday. I had we had to have pizza last night. Well, did you gest- eat steak? Oh, I did.
1: Steak's actually like it's not kind terrible. of low in calories. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, it's not terrible. But then I had mashed potatoes and, like, french fries, so...
1: Yeah, okay, but mashed potatoes aren't the worst thing for you, but fries, yeah, fries are bad. Yeah. <laughs> fries are not great
0: bro. Well, in, in Texas Roadhouse, mashed potatoes are great for you. It's a lot of butter and sour cream, and...
1: Sure, 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 sure.
0: But they leave, they leave Yeah, the if you can cut in. sour
1: cream out, like, that yeah. does wonders for you, because sour cream yeah. is very high. But, but they
0: gave me four rolls. I only ate two, so... Hell, yeah, baby, that's, we that's what I'm talking about, easy baby. Easy win. <laughs> but we also did pizza for Grub Buds yesterday. We did Detroit-style Pizza Hut pizza. And I oh, think how I also was that by the pizza way? Like I didn't, I didn't inc- get a chance to catch the episode. It's incredible.
1: <laughs> Is it
0: good? Oh yeah, it's very good. What? It's very With the good. With sauce on the top? Uh huh. It's like oh, you ever man, had I'll Little have to go Caesars back and watch that episode. You ever had the Little Caesars deep dish? Yeah,
1: yeah. I have it's
0: to. like that, but remove the sauce from that. and Instead, just pour the sauce on top, and it's actually good cheese and actually good bread. Mm-hmm. It's.
1: I do actually kind of like that Little Caesars deep dish though. If you little like the Caesar's Little Caesars deep dish,
0: ain't bad. If you like the Little Caesars deep dish, but don't want to feel like as big of a piece of shit, go do the Pizza Hut. And All go right. listen, go listen to my episode of Grub Butts. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I'll be sure to comes, uh, I'll, comes I'll, out I'll every, come back and listen to it.
0: We uh, we do it every Monday on uh, twitchtv slash I'm 7, almost caught up on PM.
1: the, I'm almost caught up on the podcast. I've been spamming at work, and Ooh. those guys like if they're they're uh it's actually I'm going to myself as a huge nerd, but it's mm. actually a RuneScape podcast.
0: Interesting. And. Uh,
1: They call themselves Old School RuneScape Weekly, Uh and they do not post anywhere near weekly. So as soon as I'm caught up, I'll be caught up forever.
0: That's pretty funny. (laughs) So yeah, wherever you find this podcast that you're listening to right now, you can also find the GrubBuds podcast. We post on the same day, same time. Uh, And if you want to watch it live on Twitch, it's uh, Mondays, so you can kind of watch our visual stuff.
1: I'll probably end up watching that tomorrow.
0: But let's uh, get into why, I don't know, probably everyone's here, right? (laughs) I feel like... Uh, hockey sometimes isn't isn't the biggest crowd drawer or neither is health but among our Kansas City audience something that is kind of a fairly large crowd goer is the Royals and the Royals I yep. think I think everybody's got a little bit of optimism around the Royals this year
1: Well, yeah I mean just because you know we made some main offseason splash well in, ter- in terms of a splash it's not that big but we are bringing a big name. Right. And that's a- Andrew Benintendi obviously mm-hmm. coming to the Royals. Um this is ca- and Carlos Santana. You know, two players that have like plagued the Royals in the past. Carlos Santana probably maybe more than anybody in history.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I definitely hate Carlos Santana uh, for sure.
1: Um so it's kind of crazy that he's in a Royals uniform now. Um but uh, you know, just these kind making these acquisitions, you know. And these players are going to fill spots that, you know, maybe we were a little bit weaker on. I don't know what's going to happen to Hunter Dozier now that Andrew Banner and Tendi's here. here. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, it's a lot of weird spots. Which, which, so, my question for you, talking about Hunter Dozier, or talking about uh, these big names and things like that, what Royals player has has the most pressure on them this season? Oh,
1: I think this is obvious. I think this is obvious. Uh,
0: it's Royal Monessy. Well, no, the man, the man, formerly known as Raúl Montesey. Right, I, right. I also actually also have Raúl Montesey or Al, right. Aldo yeah, Alberto Montesey.
1: Because I think everyone's pissed off with him, his, him only being fast. He's been he's 25 now. Been with the Royals for a billion seasons. Yeah. Uh, but he's only and, 25. Well, actually, I don't think he's 25. Actually, I think I misspoke. I think he's no, actually younger than.
0: He, that. He's turning 25 this year. I believe. I believe he's he 25 is?
1: right now. Oh, but yeah, it's 2021 season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's 25 already. Yeah. He's been at the major league level basically for 6 years and has never really produced at the level that we've been told he could produce. Right. I think that this is like one of his last years if he doesn't play well.
0: I'm not sure it's one of his last years, but I think the pressure's definitely on there. I think when you brought him up, you know, he he was he did some things in this was it. The, he was there for the World Series celebration, right? Because he was, because he wasn't. He was on 21. the t- He took he,
1: he took Whit Merrifield's spot for the World Series roster. He struck out. He waved, struck out on three yeah, pitches. Yeah, he waved at, Waved at three pitches in the World Series.
0: Because me and my dad joked about it. We're like, dude, I could fucking go there, stand in a batter's box, watch three pitches. Yeah, and go they were like not even close swings. Like, like complete guess, terrible. Like, yeah.
1: like terrible swing.
0: But to be fair, he was 19 playing in the World Series, so or he was, sure. might have been 20 playing in the World Series. Sure,
1: but that could have been. I'm still mad for Whit Merrifield. That should have been Whit. I know you're not supposed to talk about him, but that should have been a Whit's ring, man. LeMau, that should have no, been a Whit's ring. Lamau,
0: cry more. Um, but I will, I will. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely feel like the most pressure is probably on on out. Al Alberto Mondesi. Ad like, Alberto. There's Ad a Alberto. That's right. Ad Alberto Mondesi. Yeah, he changed it. Did you ever hear the reason he changed his name from Raúl? Yeah, because his
1: dad like got discovered with like a whole bunch of like either like political sex crimes. It was like or, political
0: like, corruption stuff. Yeah, it was weird.
1: Yeah, like not great.
0: Right. Yeah. The fame. Also, the famous baseball player Raúl Mondesi. But uh, yeah, it's just. You know, and he didn't have a terrible season uh like in 2019 when he went 100, you know, he went 263 uh on-base percentage 291, slugged uh 424, OPS 715. 715 is not incredible. The year before that he had an OPS of 804, which is pretty 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 respectable. Over over 800 for an OPS ain't bad.
1: how many RBIs did you have? Uh last, last year? or
0: last year, well, I, it's it's hard for me to gauge like performance last year because we only had so many games and
1: Oh yeah, sure, sure. I'm so got cancelled in mid season. I mean, I I just feel like I can just remember so many times that I've tuned into the Royals the last, you know, two or three years. Like runners on second and third, uh Adal Belt at the plate and just going, Oh shit, inning's over. He's gonna strike out.
0: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I I, I think he's been a letdown, but it's tough because, you know, he's always been this prospect. But at the end of the day, he was a prospect when we brought him up. You know, you see in his first, really his first like major time scene, major season scene time was 2018. He was 22 years old. He was 23 in 2019. His 2014 season gets cut short because of COVID and stuff like that. Right. So, I mean, at 23 years old, he had 6-2 RBIs. He batted 263. On-base percentage 291. OPS 715. It's you know it's not awful. He had ten triples right. again, like I mean, the I speed. Think... You know he's not he's not Gerard Dyson. You know or uh, right. Terrence Gore. He's not right. he's not any of those guys. He's he's not only speed. He's got he's got tools. It's just, but at the same time, if anybody could put it together, if there's ever uh, like anytime anybody talks about an out of. Out of left field MVP candidate, the dark horse MVP candidate that if you could get good odds on him, you should take him. A lot of the time, his name comes up because he's 25. He could certainly put it all together and become an uh, right. an, an AL MVP candidate immediately. Right. And you know, and, you know, maybe I'm
1: going too crazy on him. And you know, but another option, Truman, for players that are under pressure is uh is Nicky Lopez. He's a player yeah. that hasn't hasn't been performing well, but. In a similar spot to to Mondesi, is viewed as you know still a prospect.
0: Yeah, right. Um, Nicky and, you know, Lopez, twenty five years they, old as well.
1: They sent they sent Merrifield to the outfield so that they could play more of Nicky Lopez, and that hasn't really been going too great for him. Especially yeah. when a player like Bobby Witt Jr. is apparently being very impressive in the minors and the and the alternate site last year. Yeah, there's, there's some pressure on it
0: this is a crowded royals infield with a lot of with a, y- a lot of young players playing right now and a lot of young players you know chomping at the bit to get to get in there as well it's very i'd feel very worried you know uh, did you uh
1: did you, oh yeah speak speaking of players that are worried did you get a chance to listen to the uh the jackson Coar interview no so there's like five s- starting pitchers truman right now mm-hmm uh, especially since we signed Mike Miner. Like, you know, we've got those five young guys that people yeah. think should take over, but they've also got, you know, Mike Miner on the list and a couple other, you know, starters. like oh, Jacob Janus like, and
0: Danny Duffy might be able to make a run out of it. They're both listed as starters going into the season right now.
1: Really? I think they're going to move Danny back to the bullpen.
0: He's just so dang good out of the bullpen. It's hard. I mean, he's got right. stuff. I mean, he's just, he's lost his starting like he ability. had it's He had sauce in
1: 2015. He was a major part of the World Series run.
0: Right in 2016, I remember I went to a game in 2016. He pitched his it was his first complete game, and I saved the ticket because I was like, dude, this guy this guy's gonna be special. And he fucking didn't do shit. I throw that ticket out of my wallet. It was so it also all it was like one of those ones where they print it off, like you, you show up on your phone and they're like, here's your thing, and they pull it out of their they like print it and they hand it to you just so you can be like, this is my seat. And oh yeah yeah. It like it by the time I pulled it out like two years later. Uh, it, it was all gone. Like, all the ink was rubbed off. It was literally just a piece of oh. paper at that point. I mean, I
1: still, but. I still love Danny Duffy. Whenever I buy a Royals jersey, I like to get his, like, uh, mm-hmm. like Players Weekend jersey because yeah. they're always great. Yeah. But, I mean,
0: I've yeah, got a Danny I mean, Duffy I shirt.
1: See, I, I could see Danny Duffy moving back to the bullpen, but I could also see him, you know, being the best starter on the team. Uh, because right. he's, he's got the sauce.
0: Another so. guy that could just randomly put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, interesting interesting so yeah uh honorable mention for me would have been salvador perez or whit merrifield those guys that are kind of aging up a bit and are you know honestly running out of time to make another run you got only right. a f- probably a few more years shot at it uh, i think salvador is his contract is running up right
1: yeah i think the team like is like, like, acted like salvi is like I think salvi has been batting, like, the best he's ever batted, though, these, like, past couple seasons, strangely strangely enough.
0: Right. Well, hopefully we'll get a real manager that'll put him at, like, DH or first base or something to save his knees a bit. Instead of Ned Yost, who literally would play as catchers until the wheels fall off and burn through him in three or four years. I mean, and
1: and Yost even had, like, good backup catchers that, like, very serviceable. Mm -hmm. Like, you know... uh. Uh, Drew Butera and Cam Gallagher for all these years that you could have certainly started more games just serviceable guys but yeah i mean i hope
0: Perez Perez I, yeah, I hope. is a free agent after this year by the way
1: interesting i feel like the team's going to re-sign him i feel like i feel like Perez and Duffy first i, I know i think Duffy's going to stay with the team truman because mm-hmm. i think Duffy's willing to take like veteran minimum to stay on the Royals because he likes the organization so much. Yeah. But I feel like the team and the organization likes Salvi like enough to give him another contract well, instead of just a veteran minimum.
0: And he has he has won Silver Slugger uh, three of the last four years for catcher.
1: Really? They're pretty dang good. I did not know that.
0: No, me neither. Huh. Interesting. He's, he's been an Especially All-Star. Especially because he
1: hasn't been like – his catching's been worse, but his batting's been better.
0: Right. He wasn't an All-Star last year, but I don't think they had an All-Star game, so – Right. But he was an all-star this six years before that. So, another guy who started with the Royals, young, he got called up. He got you know he started playing with the Royals at the pro levels, and when he was twenty-one, and he had his first full year starting when he was twenty-three.
1: I, I remember when he came up. I'm like, dang, this kid's crazy.
0: Only only twenty-five years old when he uh, when he won the World Series. I'm not saying just we just talked about some twenty-five-year-old. Are you telling
1: me that Nikki Lopez is gonna kill?
0: But. Uh, all jokes aside, Whit Merrifield's also getting old. <laughs> I, I know that That's we talk true. about how Whit Merrifield plays like he's a lot younger. But at the end of the day, he's, what, 30, 32, 33 now? Yeah. About 30, as 30. old as, as Salvi. Uh, So I just wouldn't, he's 32 years old. Yeah, I just wouldn't, he's, again, we all joke about how he's still in his prime or whatever. But at the same time he is 32 years old, that, that clock is ticking.
1: And the the thing that we always see with baseball players is the drop-off's quick, unless you're like a hyper star like Albert Pujols mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: or, I don't know, Derek Jeter, I guess. But Derek Jeter's kind of overrated. But
0: But that'll mostly wrap it up for us for the kind of mainly sports stuff. Uh, So, Owen, let's get into our top five. And, uh... It's it was a little warmer there in Kansas City this week, I heard. I think uh-huh. I think you said yeah, it got it up like to 60, day. 69 degrees today. Nice. Yeah, it
1: was kind of wild.
0: And it's been yeah. a little been a little warmer down here in New Mexico. So uh I thought we'd keep the good warm warm weather vibes up. And I want to talk about our your top five favorite things about spring, Owen. All right. Let's so, get it rolling.
1: Starting so in at number five in the power rankings. I've actually got the shamrock shake. Big oh. fan of the Shamrock Shake from McDonald's. Oh, do I have I a, know that a lot of people... episode
0: for you coming up next, Ooh, next week? I know
1: that a lot of people say that the chocolate chip shake from Arby's is actually better. The mint chocolate chip shake from Arby's is better. It's not. I've people had it. you say that? Yeah, I've actually heard people say that. Uh, Yeah, the mint chocolate chip shake from Arby's is not better. Uh, the Shamrock Shake comes in at number five. Number four, just the weather in general. Uh, I'm a big spring guy. Obviously, my birthday's in the spring. Um, I love my cold weather but it's, there's a difference in like, so when like fall turns to winter, you're like, all right, finally, sweet, cold weather's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when summer turns to fall, you're like, damn dude, it's getting colder. But when winter turns to spring, like I'm still a winter guy. I like my snow sports and stuff, but I still like that. It's a more welcome weather change. And that's why the weather is coming in at number four.
0: Still, a, still a fall guy, personally. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I understand. I understandably, understand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, number three, I've just got uh, sports in general on here because all the sports I want to play. Uh, I'm a big, you know, skate longboard guy. Like to like to use those. Can't use those in the winter at all. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can also start to wakeboard again. Start going to the lake house. Um, mm-hmm. So I just put kind of like sports in general at number three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not sports I want to watch, but sports I can physically play myself. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, number two, I've got Spring Break. Um, well, wow. just I'm a big fan of Spring Break. I know that as an adult, you know, Spring Break isn't exactly a thing. But, you know, for my family, it is. And I get to see them a lot more during that time. So That's weird. That's weird. And, That's spring, and I've had a lot of fun Spring Breaks in the past. So uh, coming to number two, Spring Break. And number one, uh, not surprising to Truman, because I tell him about this every year, but that is the Easter crawfish boil that happens on my block every year i have heard about the easter
0: crawfish boil
1: my close friends live a street over from me Mm -hmm. are from nolens grew up in nolens and they know how to cook crawfish so damn good it's incredible and every easter except for last year because of covid They've hosted a crawfish boil for the block, oh. and it's just really great. You see people who you haven't seen in a really long time. It's a really popular thing with everybody. Um, I know that a lot of people who aren't religious still come out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just number one thing about spring, I love the Easter crawfish boil, man. Hope, so
0: good. hopefully you guys get get those vaccines rolling out. Get everything get everything rolling. Get everything. Yeah, rolling. yeah. Okay, get because of my job, I'm done, actually uh,
1: they they petitioned the uh, the Kansas City, Kansas government to allow my job to be classified as healthcare workers, Ooh. and so we can get the vaccine ahead of a lot of people, and the government was like, yeah, so
0: nice.
1: great news on that part.
0: Alright, so what was your what was your five again, just real quick?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, number five is J. Mark Shake, number four, the weather, number mm-hmm. three, sports that I can do, uh, number two, spring break, and number one, the Easter crawfish boil.
0: Not a bad list, not a bad list there, Owen. Uh, for my top five of spring, I... Uh, start with something very simple. My number five is a renewed sense of optimism. You know, I think I think people I think people get some amount of seasonal depression. I'm not a big seasonal depression kind of guy, but you know, it does get a little bleak at times during the winter i guess and you get a little cooped up and stuff like that so spring you get to start going out you get to start doing more stuff it's just you know you, there's a renewed sense of optimism spring cleaning spring cleaning is a big thing you know and not just for your house you know just for your life kind of i think a lot of people do some spring cleaning of sorts so yeah number five renewed sense of optimism for sure. uh number four is just springtime holidays again i'm not uh i'm not a very religious kind of guy but you know I, i'd be silly to say that like easter isn't a fun. Uh, time to get together with your family you know we would still get together for easter and stuff you know it's do some special stuff go uh take the take the niece easter egg hunting all sorts of stuff so easter's a good holiday st patrick's day again another great one just to get absolutely wasted it's been in the middle of the week the past few years so right it's on a wednesday this week i think we've got you got a what three years until it's on a saturday so and then even then it won't be on a Saturday, but in two years it'll be on a Friday. 2023—that's the one to look out for. It'll St. Wait, Patrick's Day on a Friday. That's why I've said that it won't be on a Saturday in 2024. It'll be on a Sunday in 2024. Ah. Uh, so yeah, St. Patrick's Day and uh, Memorial Day—it's kind of the end of spring, honestly, the beginning of summer. But Memorial Day is uh, one of those big lake holidays, like you were talking about, and thing—a and right. big grilling holiday. So yeah, a good a good springtime holiday. Uh, number three is all that green, man. I just like to see all the, yeah. the leaf spring and stuff like that. You just again it's it goes with that kind of sense of optimism and happiness you just kind of get. It just everything gets a little more prettier and, and you know, especially by in like Kansas City, especially and during by like the mid mid-April, mid-May, you know, those trees are in full full swing. All that green's so nice to look at. Very nice. Um number two I had better weather. It's just you know, like we talked about during the health segment. I'm a big workout outside guy. I'm a big go outside and do stuff kind of guy. And uh, I but I but you know I wouldn't quite call myself an outdoorsy type. I think that's a different that's kind of enough. person. I don't I don't know if I quite qualify into that. But again, outdoor time. So yeah, uh, better weather is really nice. And again, I like fall. I don't love winter. <laughs> I like I like snow foot. I like to watch people play football in the snow. I like to play football in the snow and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, well, winter's not that great, you know. <laughs> especially as you become an adult and you can't even get snow days or have winter break or anything, you know. It's just it's uh, not as fun. It. So uh, and then number one, uh, baseball season. I think that's probably the best thing about you know, especially when the Royals are good. Uh, oh, and and also I guess sh- also should be up here is March Madness. March Madness is cool. during the summer. Yeah. The most, probably the most fun sports time that everybody competes in. You know, it's like the NFL playoffs are fun. The NBA playoffs are fun. The NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs are fun. Right. But March Madness is a different kind of fun that everybody participates in. You know, your your little, you know, again, like you're my, my niece, who's, you know, a certain you know, young will probably fill out some March Madness bracket or something just because right. that's what, that's what they make kids do, you know. So I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, baseball season, March Madness, is my co-number one. Obviously, kind of a little bit of cheating there. But, yeah, just the sports in spring are fun, especially if the Royals are good. If the Royals could actually compete this year,
1: I'd actually Ooh, watch more baseball.
0: It's, that would be hype. Baseball is a tough sport to get into if, if your team is bad. And when the Royals True. are like losing 100 games, it's tough.
1: I, I mean, I think, I think hockey is the same way, for sure.
0: Yeah, but even hockey's, like, your team's never, like, it's hard to have a team that can be as, like, in baseball, your teams can be so bad and so far out of it. You can be out of it with two months left. And in hockey, I think there's always some sense of, because it's a wider playoff field also i think there's always a broader sense of optimism in the hockey right for sure but so yeah number five renewed sense of optimism number four springtime holidays number three all that green number two better weather and number one baseball season slash march madness
1: not a bad list at all i actually like it quite a bit
0: thank you thank you thank you and of course that will uh kind of wrap us up here for uh the sports and normal content we will do our pop culture minutes but real quick oh and where could i uh where can i find you man you
1: can follow me on twitch and twitter like normal at domination 7 that's d-a-h-m-i-n-a-t-i-o-n-7 twitch and
0: twitter twitch twitch and twitter domination 7 nice and of course I have been Truman Steen, the Steam Machine. You can find me and at, at Twitch or Twitter by that name, S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. On uh, Mondays on the Twitch channel at 7.30 p.m., we do Grub Buds. It's a live uh, show where we eat uh, new and exciting fast food items and talk about weird news. And, uh, and of course, obviously on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m., we do Dom That's True. Again, on Domination 7 and Steam Machine. Uh I know Owen because Owen doesn't record the podcast off his channel. He gets to be a little more interactive with his chat. So it's always a you know, it's always sure. a nice thing to kinda of tune into Owen's channel. I see him mute and talk to his chat a bit every now and again. And it, you know, helps for a more immersive experience. But uh, so yeah, obviously those are two podcasts, wherever you listen to this podcast, you can also listen to Grubbuds. We do upload that so you can listen to it and listen to us, you know, yes, sir. just chew food into the mic and talk weird news. <laughs> so uh, and then I stream Friday, Saturday, Sunday on the Twitch, and I think Owen's, Owen's fairly frequent at nighttime, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, You're getting less frequent I, because
0: you started an office job right. and stuff like that.
1: Right. I, I've streamed a little bit less frequently recently, mm-hmm, but mm. I'm still, you know, Fridays you can guarantee it basically. Nice. Uh, Saturdays almost always. Nice. And then Sundays almost always as well. So. Nice.
0: All right. Well, let's wrap it up here with our Pop Culture Minutes. Owen, would you like to go first?
1: Sure. Um, So I was kind of like really thinking about, you know, a Pop Culture Minute. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, these last couple days, I was really like struggling to think of something. Mm-hmm. And the, what I came up with is the Android versus iPhone debate and how I think everyone involved in it is a moron. You need to shut up.
0: <laughs> either, so, either side, uh, either both sides. Yes.
1: Um, so I have this argument with my brother all the time and he's always like, oh, and you know, you need to get an iPhone. It's so great. And he gives me all these reasons. And the reasons are like camera. And I'm like, okay cool i could get a galaxy phone with a better camera i just don't want to and he's like yeah well girls care if the text shows up green when not, the, you text them not the right instead girls. of the blue of iMessage." and i was like if a girl decides to not talk to me because my text message color is green yeah i i don't i don't want to be dating that girl anyway but basically they're both great phones. There's a reason that people say ah, Android versus iPhone because they're the best. There's like four other phone brands out there that are like dead because Android and Apple are so dominant in the market. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're both great. I- I'm sure I don't have an iPhone, obviously, but I'm, I know that all my friends that have their iPhone love it. And I know that all my friends that have Galaxy phones also very much enjoy them. So yeah, just ple- please stop telling me about the Android versus Apple. I don't care,
0: okay? I just don't. I could agree with that sentiment. If you're big on either side of that, I think you're kind of silly. I think it's it's all about preference. Like, I enjoy iPhones because they're very just AI, like, user-friendly for me. Like, right. like they're right. simple for dumb old me, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually, and,
1: and, the, and the reason that most people have them is because of phone plans anyway. So, like, you know, your right. Android comes with your whatever service plan or your – your iPhone comes with your like Verizon plan. Right. Like, stop trying to tell me it's because of all these reasons. We know it's because of the phone plan. I,
0: I think when you argue argue about multi-billion-dollar brands, comparing and you you really go to bat for one, I think you're stupid. I think because <laughs> uh, you, you know what they, you know how much they care about you. Not at all. They don't give a shit. No matter what they say, does not matter. No. Nope. Stop. Nope. Like. Anytime anybody tweets anything about Barstool, you'll always see the weird frat guys that come in to defend Barstool or Portnoy and those things. It's like they are a billion-dollar company. They do not give a shit about you. Stop. Yeah, right. Stop defending yeah, okay. Barstool. Nobody's—they're not hiring you because you're defending them. You know, it's just—it's weird to say. And that's not my pop culture minute, but it's also funny that you brought up the blue text thing because I once had a girl who stopped, uh, like, talking to me in a romantic way because i sent ugly snapchat selfies Great dude
1: if you're not sending ugly snapchat selfies you're not doing it right, right. somebody
0: somebody easy. told me that was the reason why and i was like who gives a shit i was like good i was like i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad that it's because it wasn't even like because you're ugly it's because you send ugly snapchat selfies and it's like it's fucking snapchat you don't know, communicate with me over text then.
1: yeah for real <laughs> that's incredible Good bullet dodge. Good bullet dodge.
0: Yes. So, yeah, no joke. Um. So what I will uh, do for my pop culture minute is I just want to give a little shout out to uh, Two Day Shipping. I think we were me and my dad were kind of talking about this how fast shipping has got. Like I remember when I was, God, like, two like ten years old or something like that. I ordered uh, Skull Candy earbuds. Yeah, yeah. The the Rasta earbuds, I got them off of eBay for – they were $10 on eBay instead of paying like $25 at like Hot Topic or like $35 for the actual – like it was still real ones, but for some reason somebody was selling them for $10. And it was like – but it was going to be like three weeks of shipping. And I was like, oh, my God, three weeks of shipping. (laughs) And it was like, well, my mom's like, well, this will teach you something and instant – not doing instant gratification because it will mean that you you actually, you know – save money because you waited and all this stuff and 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 nowadays i'm thinking about you know thinking back to that when like three weeks was like insane and then like i ordered my fan for my bedroom my uh my my bedroom fan went out over the weekend and i I ordered it rip fan for sure i ordered it on i think sunday and it was like it won't get there till Thursday, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> right. And it's like, Oh my God, it's because I bought it off of Amazon. I was like, What am I? What are we do even doing here if I can't get it until Thursday? This is insane. And oh, it's just it's just ridiculous how spoiled we are that you know four to right. five days. But you know, I ordered a mini fridge yesterday, and it's gonna be here tomorrow. So thank God for <laughs> that. And, I mean, <laughs> oh it's just God. so ridiculous how fast shipping has got. And again, I'm not here to defend Amazon or praise Amazon or even promote Amazon. Still try, probably try to avoid buying from Amazon. But, you know, when you avoid buying from Amazon, you end up buying going to, like, Target or Walmart anyways. It's so hard to avoid spending money for billion dollar companies or whatever. And, you know, but it's just so damn convenient. I just, it's...
1: Can't it's, confirm it's that... It's just that so th- damn convenient. That living near a sorting center means one day shipping on a whole bunch of items. I know. I know. It's incredible. It's really is. Order something like, man, dude, I could really use this headset on Tuesday night, Wednesday, Wednesday morning at eleven a.m. It's there It's a like, holy I shit. I know. Dude.
0: I now that I have like a solid job, I'm I'm almost kind of glad that I don't have one day shipping. What What would happen, you know? And yeah.
1: It's really it's it's kind of dangerous. I, I mean, remember true because you'll remember that that night that my keyboard finally broke. Mm-hmm. I had one day shipping on the keyboard. It got Jesus. it got there the next day. Jesus.
0: Yeah, I don't, it's like, like sometimes I'll get on Amazon and go to order something for me and I'll switch it and it'll be like one day shipping. I'm like, hell yeah. And I'll switch it to my I address and it's two day shipping. And I'm like, oh my God. Because <laughs> <I see, laughs> my family in Kansas City's getting it in one day. But yeah, that's my pop culture minute. Just shout out two days shipping. Shout out, shout out how good uh, shipping has gotten in general. Uh, and shout out anybody who's made it this far in the episode. Uh, again, we'll be back next week. Uh, listen to Dom That's True, listen to Grub Buds, tune into the Twitches. Uh, I think that's about it. Oh, and anything else? Yeah, thanks
1: guys. We'll see you around.
0: Yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next week.